0: welcome to hallmarked up with mary and sarah all right welcome to another episode of hallmarked up i believe this is episode four of season four mary is that sound right have we done three already
1: This is episode four, but man, are we already on season four? I keep forgetting.
0: We are on season four. Wow.
1: Episode Um, four, season four. Here we are today to discuss our Italian Christmas memories. And we have two special guests with us today. We do. Sarah and Giovanni.
2: Hello. Hi, guys.
0: Nice to have (laughs) you guys on. Sarah, who spelled her name correctly, and Giovanni, who is actually Italian.
2: That's
0: right.
1: So, so yeah, we'll have some things to say about the Italian Christmas memories.
0: You know, we might have to hear about some actual Italian Christmas memories, but um, yeah, that's true. I think I am going to flat out say this was definitely not one of my favorite ones. I fell asleep for a while, and I swear to God I did try to watch it again, but it is now not available on demand. So I couldn't watch the end, <laughs> but I was excited about Bo Bridges because I thought he was actually good. So uh, yeah, he
2: wasn't bad. I yeah, yeah, I agree, was- I agree.
0: You know, he and, and he made it watchable.
2: He's Otherwise, Palaha, I think they.
0: Well, that's, that's true. I think they spent all their money on both bridges, though, because everyone else was horrible.
1: Fair, you're, <laughs> you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like no, I just...
0: was really struggling to even like to care about any of them. But Mary, you usually kick us off with a bit of a recap. What happened in our Italian Christmas memories
1: our Italian Christmas memories before I kick us off I actually need to share a Bo Bridges story which is when I told my mother we were doing this episode she was like oh Bo Bridges Bo Bridges did I ever tell you about Bo Bridges and I said no you never told me about Bo Bridges and she said when she was at the University of Cincinnati as an undergraduate and I guess this would have been the 70s Bo Bridges was in town for some sort of theatrical performance and she and her friends like saw him walking down the street and they had they were like is that Bo Bridges I don't know is that Bo Bridges and so they like followed him to see if it was Bo Bridges
0: oh wow I thought and you were gonna say he like went to Cincinnati no to, like do his degree or something
1: no, just my mother and her friends awkwardly followed him for several blocks in Cincinnati at some point. <laughs> well, I forget in the 70s, I that well, the awkwardly 70s followed.
0: he was probably the... I mean, I, I mean, he's not a bad-looking guy. He probably looked good in the 70s. Well, you know, and I,
1: I went and Googled what he looked like in the 70s, and I was like, he wasn't attractive. And she was like, no.
0: <laughs> but he was famous.
1: But he was famous, yeah.
0: That's amazing that your mom has actually seen boat bridges in the flesh. Tell us what happened (laughs) in our Italian Christmas memories.
1: So the first scene is Christmas 1995, where our main character, Anna, appears to be, I don't know, like 10. And we have Nono Vincent dancing with Nona Donata in the kitchen and saying that he knew that she was the one from the moment he tasted her sugo. I wish I were making this up. And they are dancing to mandolin music in the kitchen because, of course, they are. Also, there's a crossover at the stove. That' pretty realistic to the Italian family thing, I have to say. <laughs> um, but anyways, fast forward to 27 years later, and the whole family is home for Christmas. Anna, her sister Ella, and Ella's pregnant wife, which is, you know... Shout out to Hallmark for progress every now and then where we see it. So yeah, mm. that that that's something. It's not nothing. Yeah, and...
0: CCB would have not liked this one for that. No.
1: And brother RJ. And I do want to point out that it took me a while to figure out that RJ was her brother because there was more than one scene where like everybody went out of their way to like leave the two of them alone together. So I thought he was the love interest. And then when I realized he was the brother, I was really <laughs> weirded out by that. So I don't know if anyone else noticed that, but I did.
2: I was very confused at the beginning with all the relationships. Uh, also because for Bobridge's Bridges' uh, character to be Nonno, um, it was not that old relative to the grandchildren. And at first yeah. of all, is, is he the father? And the uh, father calling him Nonno? So yeah, there were a few confusing beginnings at the, the early part of the movie.
1: Yeah, it really should have just been a one-generation difference if you think about it, because let's see, Anna is about my age if you do the math. If she was ten in nineteen ninety-five,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: Bo Bridges is around the age for my mother to have followed him down the street in Cincinnati in the 70s. So, <laughs> That's right. So therefore
2: The makeup was not convincing on 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 Bo Bridges.
1: As Sarah said, to be fair, he was one of the better Hallmark actors. So, anyways, Anna comes home for Christmas. She is an adjunct professor of, I forget what she's a professor sociology. of. Sociology. Sociology. Thank you, Sarah. Who is always moving around. And I love how they make adjunct professoring sound like this really glamorous <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah. Because I,
3: yes. And like all the siblings envied her for yes. her successful adjuncting life. Like, yes,
1: I, this is not real life. Three of us are academics here. So that's, yeah, that's not how life works. Anyway, so she comes home and she apparently is going to be taking care of Nono for the week while their mother takes um, a vacation to Hawaii in the week leading up to Thanksgiving. Nono has signs of some dementia. And I I do kind of want to hear what you guys thought about this, because based on experience having a relative with dementia, I, I thought I was not convinced by their portrayal of it in that he seemed to be completely okay, and then occasionally forgot stuff. Mm -hmm. anyway so the point is he's supposed to be in the early stages of dementia and moving into the medium stages of dementia Um, and we find out that Nona Donata is dead and Mm -hmm. has been for a few years and so now they have takeout on Christmas Eve they have not had a home-cooked meal since Nona died but this year they're going to cook because of course they are let's see RJ and Anna have a heart-to-heart while playing cards this is one of those moments where I wasn't sure if he was the love interest rather than the brother, because everybody goes out of their way to leave them alone to play cards together. But then he ends up having a heart to heart with her about his girlfriend and how much he loves her. And so so anyways, he's dating Monica, who is the daughter of the owner of the restaurant where he cooks. And this is sort of the second plot for this next scene. Anna is taking Nono to the doctor and lo and behold, the doctor is hot and they're going to fall in love. Mm-hmm. Dr. Greg, Dr. Mm-hmm. Greg. Yes. And I, at this point, made a note that I couldn't keep track of what their last name is, because the description on the website said Colucci, but they were saying, I think Colucha usually, but every now and then yeah. they said Colicia, so it was kind of unclear, but whatever.
2: Yeah, we have subtitles on, because um, yeah. but at first, yeah, it was like, what? <laughs> what What did the subtitles say? Colucha? Colucha, I mean. Okay,
1: Colucha, all right, we'll take it. Anyways, so hot Dr. Greg tells Anna that Nono is moving into middle-stage Alzheimer's and suggests that something like a cooking project would be good for Nono's memory because of something about the senses and the sense of smell and whatever. And so, of course, they're going to recreate Nono's last sugo recipe, which, if you remember, is the reason Nono fell in love with her. Mm -hmm. And, of course, they don't just have it, like, written down somewhere. Meanwhile, Anna runs into Dr. Greg somewhere out and about, and they end up going for eggnog. And in the most hallmark of all hallmark, who goes for eggnog,
3: right? No, I've never seen eggnog outside of the home. Like, yes, in the grocery store, but have you ever seen it just, like, sold?
0: I think it's only, like, a fancy cocktail bar might have, like, a twist on an eggnog thing. Like an eggnog martini or something like that. But I agree, you don't just, like, let's go for eggnog (laughs) to the eggnog store where you...
1: So anyway, so she invites him to the Christmas party, like you do. Then at some point, she goes and picks up Nono from where he's playing cards with his friends at Senior Center or something like that. And one of the friends he's playing cards with is the butcher, who is now retired. But he still remembers Donata's regular order that she used to place every week for her sugo.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so they're getting closer to the recipe. They still don't have the recipe, but they know exactly what meat went into it. hmm in another scene, Ella announces that she is selling the farm. And I this is one of those Hallmark things where I just have a lot of questions about like what this family's story is. Like mm-hmm. this farm, is it is this a hobby farm? Is this their livelihood? It doesn't seem like anyone does any farm work. I'm just very confused.
3: That was very the confusing. actual farm that you would see in the movie is not Something that could, I mean, it was absurd. The, like, so-called greenhouse was just, like, a
2: banquet hall with some glass. Harvesting tomatoes in December in Pennsylvania. With, like, she's doing her,
3: quote-unquote, farm work with, like, rings on and, like, wearing clothing with white trim. Like, lady. (laughs) under no circumstance is that like how actual harvesting of actual produce occurs
1: true and i mean granted it's probably out of season for a lot of that to be going on but what the family business is is very unclear or what anyone does for a living besides anna in her glamorous hollywood adjuncting role it's just very unclear yeah
2: and rj of course was
1: and rj who's the chef right Mm -hmm. um well, a wannabe. In train. In Yeah. This right is up. a very
0: emotional moment when he thinks he's not good enough. I can't wait for that. He
3: literally says, I'm not good enough for him. Like, <laughs> multiple times. Like, really? Is that, you just put it out there like that? You don't, all right.
0: I did catch that. And he was very, he, that's why I decided that they used all their money on Bo Bridges. Because the melodrama that went into his, <sighs> his, his, his not his good enough was man. just, was, you you definitely didn't pay him enough money to be that bad.
1: <laughs> anyways, so um, Ella's selling the farm. Anna freaks out because the farm is a family thing and you can't just decide to sell it. It actually belongs to Nono, but Nono's actually totally cool with it and it quickly becomes evident that Anna's the only one who has issue with it. So anyways, they're still looking for recipes and they find a cookbook that has a bunch of different regional recipes for the sugo. By the way, I want to point out, listeners sugo just means sauce in italian that's not it's not like a special specific not thing. like a
0: particular it's not like red sauce or you know cream no, sauce. it's just, sauce. Or it's just it's a, it could you know but obviously like a
1: thick sauce or a stew like yeah i mean there's also salsa which would be a different thing but like it's not il sugo is not like this does not suggest a particular dish to me i mean does that suggest a particular dish to you giovanni
2: no, it's not a. I mean, you wouldn't. You'd say it's a component of a recipe, right? But not right. A re- the 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 whole recipe is just the sugo, right?
0: And uh, it kind of came across to me like they just come over for the sugo.
2: Hmm?
0: Like what in the movie? Didn't mm-hmm. it seem like they just had the sugo? They didn't talk about what else it was with.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's never any talk of what kind of pasta it's going to be eaten with or anything right. like that. Right. Or... And we'll get there at the end. I have some. The way it is served at the end troubles me, but we'll get there.
0: I didn't see that bit, so I'm excited.
1: Lucky you. <laughs> so they they find a recipe book that has a bunch of different recipes for Sugo in it. And Ana has the idea, well, what region was Nona's family from? And then maybe we can figure out which of these regional recipes for Sugo was hers. And Nono doesn't fucking know. Mm-hmm. He yeah. says that Nona didn't know.
2: Well, he it, know. It comes, it comes up with some clues. Of so, yeah, he says history. that,
1: yeah, he says that Nona's mother was a World War One refugee who somehow ended up in France and then Sardinia. And so maybe it's a Sardinian recipe. But I just, like, can we historically talk, like, can we talk about the history here and, like, how this just doesn't, what?
2: Doesn't like, compute, yeah.
1: Like, one generation was, one generation temporarily fled World War One, and you forgot what part of Italy you were from.
3: Well, and also, like, and then you went to Sardinia, and you suddenly could, like, communicate with people.
0: That
1: too. But then also, in order to be, I, I don't know, Giovanni, your history is probably better than mine, but it, it, you'd have to be from, there are only a handful of regions you could be from and be a World War One refugee
2: yeah pretty much just the northeast
1: right like you pretty much have to be from like Trentino
2: and uh, Friuli Venezia Giulia yeah. which maybe not even existed yeah but yeah was Austria Austrian Empire but okay. yeah pretty much from there
1: right and so anyways so I just had a lot of issues with that backstory, and and um, gee I don't know where Nona's family was from said no Italian American ever Um <laughs> trust me, I, I work with a lot of Italian Americans, my students, and like they all are convinced that you know exactly where their family, mm-hmm. like that you know the place where their family's from and it's some like, it's some town populated by like six people and four sheep and like and <laughs> at, at the foot of a mountain in like Basilicata or something and they'll be like, oh yeah, my family's from, you know, wherever and they, they expect like, you know, your eyes to light up and you to be like, oh yes, of course, <laughs> like... <laughs> the home of these beautiful frescoes by the ancient artist and like you're like okay cool this means nothing to me like why would this mean anything to me but yeah so they're not that much closer to the recipe they think it might have something to do with sardinia nobody's sure anyways they end up going to the grocery store where Nona used to shop thinking that they can ask the guy there um what she used to buy and i just want to point out that this looks like no grocery store i've ever seen oh my god no it was (laughs) the
3: most ridiculous thing ever like their ability to like make a set look like a grocery store, I wouldn't have. I I,
2: I don't know. I don't know.
1: <laughs> it looks like a hipster artisanal cheesery.
2: I think. Yeah, it looks like the in Schitt's Creek. The yes, it's oh, the, uh, apothecary?
3: It's like his apothecary. His apothecary. Apothecary. Yeah. It looks yeah, like the Schitt's apothecary. Creek.
0: Yeah, for sure. Or uh, to be fair, I thought it actually kind of reminded me of De Bruno in some ways. In, in oh, Philadelphia, have you ever been to one of those?
1: Yeah, I have. And notably, that is not a grocery store. That's like they try to pull, say
0: that they are, but you're right. It's like you get the meat and the cheese, and
2: you
1: know, it's like a it. high end specialty store. It's not yeah. like yeah. So, anyways, no. the owner does We not obviously remember. loved this movie.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Mary, also because, like, I think the nono at a certain point remarks of how Donada once uh, the she used to go to a different store and the price of olive oil uh, increased so it doesn't like somehow they both serious about making economy with money and so on but then they go to this fancy store right doesn't make sense
1: right exactly they go to the equivalent of some sort of boutique whole foods and Mm -hmm. anyways the owner has not kept track of orders that old but he does remember that nona used to purchase anchovy oil he remembers this because they almost stopped carrying it and they had to get it just for her so she used anchovy oil so we know one more ingredient now in addition to the meat we then find out um in the next scene there nono and anna are looking through photo albums and there is there are pictures of nona with her bff diana who apparently she fell out with over who would pay for lunch And they never spoke to each other again. And there's really very little payoff for this scene. Like, that was set up to be a big thing. There was going to be some sort of big, tearful reunion. There's not. We'll get there. But whatever. At some point, Anna and Dr. Greg end up baking together. I don't remember how that happened, but they do. And then Anna and Nono run into guess who at a Christmas market? Diana. Mm -hmm. And... I really, again, I expected there to be some sort of tearful, like, you know, be part of the family or like, let's have a reunion or come to Christmas or something like that. But no, there wasn't. I mean, she said, you know, I always did love your grandmother. Cool. But mostly the only reason we met Diana, as it turns out, is for her to tell us a little bit more about the recipe and not really even that much, Um, because apparently Nona at one point tried to teach Diana her recipe and it didn't work. And all she remembers is that the secret was her sofrito. But anyways, apparently they raised $1,000 for some charity that I always forget what it was. also, no one
3: has ever sold cookies and raised $1,000. How much were they charging for those goddamn cookies?
1: I did think that was pretty impressive. (laughs) This is a very Hallmark thing, though. I I actually had this down as a possible bingo moment because it's just extremely Hallmark to have um, an obscene amount of money raised Mm -hmm. by... Uh, like through some sort of fun Christmas activity that is a chore to absolutely no one and that everyone just enjoys doing. (laughs) And uh, you raise all the money for the kids with cancer or something. So anyways, at this event, Nono invites Dr. Greg to Christmas Eve, like you do. Then there is a scene after that at home where the siblings are all wearing matching pajamas Mm -hmm. and doing a jigsaw puzzle together. And I wanted to note in this scene that their mold wine glasses are all filled, like, precisely three-quarters uh, full. And they call it a night, and I'll just leave these mold wine glasses that are, like, precisely three-quarters full and <laughs> garnished with an orange. <laughs> Except for, at least they did give um, the pregnant sister-in-law, you know, a mug of something that was probably, mm-hmm. you know, tea. But um, I did want to point that out, that nobody oh, wait, was enjoying she, their wine. Anyways, RJ's boss, meanwhile, has put one of his dishes, his Parmesan risotto, on the menu as a special. And this is a huge deal because his boss is very critical of him. So the whole family goes to the restaurant the night when the special is on the menu to try it. And RJ cracks under the pressure and just uh, says, uh, you know, we already kind of got to this, but he just says that he can't do it anymore and he leaves and stops cooking and everybody else has to finish cooking He for is him. not
0: good enough. Yeah, that's his theme.
1: Yeah. And yeah. the next enough. morning, he's going to tell his girlfriend, Monica, that she's too good for him. And, you know, why is she with him? Because he's not good enough. Because apparently he can't take the pressure of cooking a lot of Parmesan risotto. And she says that she loves him for him. And that's their first I love you. And it's sweet and everything's better now. And then her dad inexplicably asks him to come up with another special for new year's eve after he has so wonderfully demonstrated how competent he is
3: is parmesan would anyone ever say parmesan risotto
2: or would they just say risotto
3: um
2: i mean yeah would be maybe in bianco white white risotto oh okay just nothing butter and parmesan but it would be more rice, not very soft. It's like stuff There's that you, when when you're sick and you're passing, you know. Like,
1: so. Throughout this, there have been sort of like escalating moments of Nono's dementia, ranging from, um, you know, there was a scene where he thought Nono was going to be there. And then there was a bit where he forgot where they put their car. And this mm-hmm. culminates in a moment where he doesn't come back from a walk, but they find him. And... I think what was really unsatisfying about all of these moments is that there's no, first of all, it it doesn't seem like the pace of the progression of disease is correct from my my family's experience with it. But that's a different thing. But secondly, just narratively, it doesn't seem like it's building towards anything because nothing's going to be resolved. And we're still supposed to believe it's a happy ending. So I, I, I don't know how I felt about all of that. But, anyways, after all of this of piecing together the recipe with um, you know, they know what tomatoes she used. Oh, yeah, the tomatoes came from Nono's greenhouse. They know what meat she used, they know the anchovy oil she used, but they know that there's a sofrito, but they don't know what it involves. Um, after all this piecing the recipe together, Christmas Eve, Anna waltzes in with these boxes for everyone, has them open it. Everybody opens a box and it's like a two-frame like a two photo frame and on one side is a photo of Nona and on the other side is Nona's sugo recipe and they're like oh my gosh where'd you get this and she's like it was in the pocket of her cardigan you didn't Uh, you you didn't mention that there was
2: this this subplot of this the fourth uh, the fourth box uh, of Nona's uh, belongings in the garage uh, that she couldn't find oh I forgot about the fourth box and uh, when she Discovers that one box has the label "photos," but when she peels off the label, and then it says "Donada," box four out of four, and that's Aww. where she finds the cardigan.
1: Thank you for reminding us of that, Giovanni. I totally missed the fourth box, probably because I was bored at some point and stopping. <laughs> <Yeah. out. laughs> oh <laughs> my god! And
2: that was probably the the I don't know the. Um, I missed so much of this movie. <laughs> not the cliff, not the um. What would you call it? The. Um, the quest the part where she's like actively searching uh,
1: yeah i mean i thought the quest was trying to reconstruct the sugo recipe from its pieces and so then when the recipe's actually found it mm-hmm. seems pretty anticlimactic to me because you were supposed to <laughs> figure it out from the butcher order and the you know anchovy oil and the sofrito and the tomato you know you're supposed to figure it out
2: yeah, yeah no i feel like this movie yeah that part was like uh, what well, when you imagine, like, the screen, the, the writers at a certain point had to figure out, okay, we have to find a way for them to make yeah. this to go.
3: I think it just got and, too long, and they are yeah. like, and we just like, need to end this. We need to end it. Um, and, like, also, just get the recipe in the pocket. Yeah, of Good. course,
2: she would put the recipe in the pocket. To, like, why don't you walk around with recipes in your pocket?
3: Well, also, like, <laughs> can you even conceive of a world in which your grandmother wrote down a recipe and mm-hmm. had it? like around
1: on her person in the car there is no
3: world because she's apparently been making this sugo for like several decades she doesn't look at the recipe (laughs) like no
1: yeah why would she be carrying it around like if anything she might have it written down in something she hasn't looked at in 10 years
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, there's it. no
1: no way she's just carrying it in her pocket.
0: Well, and usually, now, to be fair, I have no Italian family whatsoever, but I do have Irish family. People besides the grandma have the recipes. Yes. Always. Always. Like, the sisters, you know, the daughters of the grandma, like, someone, you, you don't make something like that, and you just go, oh, Nona's dead, and now we have no idea how to make that thing anymore. Well, like, is it- someone
2: has it. They say at the beginning, the mama uh, says, oh, but uh, she was never able to teach me how to cook properly. Oh, yes. and, like that. oh, and that's also surely
0: not an Italian
2: thing. Yeah, that, that was also, yeah.
0: Like, surely they learned how to cook. But whatever.
1: Anyways, so everybody has the recipe now. And Anna and Dr. Greg kiss on Christmas Eve. And then the sugo is served. And the nono says that it tastes like home in a you know kind of teary-eyed moment. And I have a comment about the serving suggestion on the sugo because the sauce to pasta ratio is appalling. It is basically a sugo soup with like little bits of pasta maybe floating in it, <laughs> as opposed to a sauce that goes on pasta. And that's disrespectful to pasta.
2: I guess they didn't have a consultant no. on the production about how to do it. But I, I understand Mary, you uh, you are the, the expert on this, that the idea would have been that because this is Italian-American, they would uh, have a ton of sauce, basically, right? No,
1: it's true. It, it is true that we, that, that my, my people is guilty of this, of mm-hmm. abusing sauce-to-pasta ratios, but it's something that need not be encouraged in this way. Anyways, then Anna announces that she's moving home, and... Oh, and she... <laughs> oh, 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 wait, wait. And she announced I know exactly what you're gonna say. She, you know exactly, because I already am pissed off
3: about this whole, like, glamorous adjunct life thing. She announces she has already called the local university to get a job, and like, she's worked it all out. Yeah, like, she just, in the last, I don't know, maybe the either 20... Second, 23rd, or 24th of December was able to contact HR at a university, which then decided, Oh, yes, we need you, random adjunct. Words fail. Words fail.
1: I mean, this, by the way, for non academics,
3: is not
1: at all how the process works. Even if you could contact HR on December 23rd or whatever, which you can't. There is 0% chance that you call and just get hired for something that hasn't been posted. It's a pretty petty criticism, I'm not going to lie, to be like, she didn't get her fingerprinting.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's not that she didn't get her fingerprinting. It's the the people who wrote this movie have absolutely no idea what academic work
2: Yeah,
3: is. which is probably also true of farming
0: and being yes. a neurologist
1: <laughs> true but this, this true. is the first time
0: that they like take their liberties with well how the profession works that's for sure yeah and they've
1: definitely taken their liberties with the academic profession in general this is not the first right. academic in a hallmark movie to just like reach out to Yale and find out that they're hiring or like whatever <laughs>
2: But oh. it's funny because like it seems it seems that at the by the end it everything needs to be settled essentially like you cannot end the All movie without knowing that everyone's life is now fixed and the, she could have said just like oh i plan to uh, move back and i'll look for a job here we'll see but it's, yeah absolutely so, like that would have
1: been much more you know i would have been much more comfortable with that just like yeah uh, you know, I I I've got some things I want to follow up on. I'm going to, you know, apply for this for that. I've looked at some ads. There are a couple of colleges nearby. I'm like, yeah, that would have that would have worked. But
2: but no, they need to they need to close the movie with everybody. Well, okay, like, I mean, in terms of things that are like well. also
3: clearly accelerated to fit the timeline, mm-hmm. like they essentially, in addition to kissing, they more or less say like, oh, I you know i really want to spend my life here with you
1: like i've been on like
3: a date
2: after (laughs) like seven days
3: exactly like oh no Uh, these are obviously
0: hallmark virgins mary oh yeah oh yeah and to be fair to defend them slightly they used to when Mary and I first started watching these movies. And and to be fair, that's probably before we even started making the podcast. Like when we were making fun of our moms watching them, they would be married before the movie was over. So we've made a lot oh. of progress. Oh, a,
2: they're slowing down. Wow. That's right. They are slowing down. For <laughs> sure.
1: And they for also sure. have moved away from the like woman dropping her career for her man subplot for the most part, though they still do mm-hmm. that every now and then. Um, Which we need to take
0: credit for, Mary, because that's our was our biggest complaint (laughs) when we started this podcast is that the woman has to just like, obviously going to do whatever shit job, even though she was some high flying professional before this. And, you know, we used to make fun of that and say that's not what would happen. And um, now they are saying, I can do this remotely or I can. Yeah, they're being very like forward thinking. now. It's good. Thanks for listening to our podcast, Hallmark. So anyway. All right, so is that that wraps up what happens in this movie? Because I missed the end. So I don't well, know.
3: There was also the subplot where the two sisters, and this was, I would say, like one of the more believable things, like the the sister who stayed at home the whole time, uh, yeah, like yeah, yeah. sniping at the sister who went away with like okay. little, like just it's not passive aggressive. It's just those little comments like, well, if you had da da da, then you would know yeah, that the, da, da, da. the
2: younger sister resents uh, Anna. And that was left, pretty. Uh, that was pretty
3: realistic. I'm not gonna yeah, say that was good, but that level of resentment and like just like st- stabbing all the time. That was. And it turns unreal. out also
2: R.J. at a certain point tells Anna that like it was kind of hard to grow up in her shadow because the teachers would always say, "Oh, why well, you're not as bright as Anna?" To oh RJ. yes, I remember that bit. So there's this part where essentially Anna is kind of like a uh, perfect, uh, perfect uh, daughter. Yeah, I remember
1: She's that the part. glamorous adjunct job, so you know. Yeah, the, yeah, the glamorous adjunct job. He's just, like, a,
0: he's just a not good enough chef.
3: <laughs> and she, you know, moved to Egypt mm-hmm. to adjunct. Whereas, like, your average adjuncting salary for an entire semester would not cover a one-way trip to Egypt. Never mind, like, oh, anyway.
1: Yeah, they're definitely not paying for you to relocate to adjunct.
0: No, no, no. All right, wow, excellent.
1: I think that about sums it up. That's a good bingo,
3: congratulations.
0: Alright, well, let's think about our Hallmark Christmas bingo moments. I am definitely not going to go first, because I didn't, I mean, this, I actually have to admit, I think this movie is, and this is the kind of, probably the only one we'll do on the Movies and Mysteries channel, which are usually the more, like, heartstringy ones. This wasn't such a stereotypical Christmas movie, I would say, though, so... I'll hear what you guys say and then maybe I'll think of one for myself. Mary, what did you come up with for a hallmark Christmas bingo moment?
1: Oh, I had plenty of them. So I already told you the one I was going to use, which was an unrealistic amount of money being raised from a fun Christmas activity for some unspecified good cause or, you know, quickly mentioned good cause. So I'll move on to my second choice bingo moment, which was so gifts that are wrapped in such a way that no paper needs to be torn.
0: Oh, yes. Yes. You just like lift the lid on the wrapped box. Yeah. Does that. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Uh, what about you guys? Sarah, Giovanni, what did you think was super cheesy Christmas in this movie?
2: The Christmas, the pickle? Yeah. I don't know if that was a, a very Hallmark bingo. Yeah. The Christmas pickle is what
0: he's. Yes. 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 Is that an Italian thing?
2: not in Italy <laughs> I, pickles are not a thing in Italy.
1: I, I've heard of the pickle thing and so I know that they're implying it's an Italian American thing my mm. Italian American family has never done it
0: right because yeah. I thought it was but I mean I only had this movie to go by
1: but there were a lot of Christmas traditions here that were clearly supposed to be Italian that I had no familiarity with right Right,
2: right, right. And, they, did mention, they did mention that you eat fish on Christmas Eve, which is accurate, at least in Italy. Yeah.
0: Right. Oh, yeah, that's true.
1: Well, But, but they Giovanni, didn't you... do it
0: because someone had a seafood allergy, I recall. Yeah, they
1: were okay with the anchovy oil, but anyway, I
0: noticed that as well. <laughs> I did notice that as well. Right? So they can't have fish, but they can have concentrated fish oil.
1: Giovanni, do you guys do seven fishes on Christmas Eve, or you just do a fish-based dinner?
2: Uh, i yeah i've never heard of seven fishes before. yeah
1: so that's the thing italian american families are really into this seven fishes thing and i don't i don't actually i'm not actually convinced that italians do this maybe they do in some regions or something but
2: i mean you do you do have uh, several courses right and uh, you try to do something different uh, different type of fish or seafood at every course whether it has to be seven that's Yeah, that's less of uh, certain, I guess. Another puzzling, uh, uh, I guess, Italian-American tradition was that thing where they set up something that's not quite the tree, but... It was this uh, little
3: wooden thing that they decorated? Yeah,
2: I'd also never seen that.
3: What
0: was that?
1: And and I don't want to deny that these are real traditions that somebody has. Clearly, somebody does the pickle. Clearly, some people do the Mm -hmm. seven fishes. Clearly, some people do whatever that thing was, but... None of these were.
0: Yeah. Okay. And I get how those are kind of like Giovanni and Sarah's opinion of Christmas gone wrong by hallmark. I like this sort of take on the bingo for sure. That's mm-hmm. interesting. I I think I would probably say that they had some kind of baking scene. That's the only yeah. thing I can think of that was yeah. Like pretty a couple baking together,
1: and it was not only that, but they were each like baking their own you know like traditional traditional thing. things exactly. like he was and... he was of ukrainian heritage and he was baking snowball mm-hmm. cookies which apparently are ukrainian and like yeah and... yeah
0: i that was probably i mean there i don't believe there was a montage then though they were actually talking where they baked which mm-hmm. usually they're like throwing flour on each other and there's music playing yeah all right well that was some interesting bingo moments Hashtag relatable with whole marked up. What about I actually do have a relatable one and it's kind of a sad one because I, I one of my relatives has dementia. So so that's how I could relate to that. Although not I don't know, I think everybody just thinks they're gonna and I suppose I think Alzheimer's and dementia is like a very interesting kind of that I means horrible but like how it affects people is very different so my grandma's dementia is very different to how he just like was like i drove here or whatever like his concept you know but i think that's a horrible thing to happen to people and i can relate yeah. to watching that happen to someone i know and related i
1: to i actually can relate to that as well though like i've already said i was not convinced by their portrayal of it but you know unfortunately you know, my grandmother passed a couple of years ago but she um Had pretty severe dementia as well
0: yeah it's just it's just it's horrible like not even know who you are at the end would be terrible so hopefully hopefully no no doesn't get super bad fast what Um, about you guys what else is relatable just brought down the show like to sad times
2: okay i have one that's the opposite of relatable but i'll I'll save that later
1: (laughs) oh i also have one of those um but yeah well, yeah, and to be fair,
0: you can sometimes tap out of this because sometimes it's so not relatable that we can't even th- like. Yeah, like I said, okay. Mary's one of her last ones was like she had to buy boots one time, so you know, it gets it gets to be the struggle to come up mm-hmm. with something
2: real. Okay, so the one that that I think we both commented upon was that she just calls the the doctor's office and the doctor speaks <laughs> up and like yeah. Let me tell. Let me tell you everything. Like,
3: yeah, the portrayal of the American healthcare system was <laughs> hashtag not relatable.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, really? Of course, you walk there and you just ask, uh, "Is this person there?" and they will help you right away.
1: I mean, I think though, where we've clearly been going wrong the entire time we've been navigating the American healthcare system is we haven't like made Doctor Greg fall in love with us. That's true. That's true. R-
0: that's, true. Yeah. that's very true. true.
2: I'm wondering whether maybe there's like she she's really dating or probably at this point marrying Dr. Greg because then Dr. Greg can take care of no wow. no mm. ulterior motives
0: yeah I like that 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 sort of take on it we might have to think
1: about that so that's- this could also turn into like a gothic soap opera <laughs> like 19th century sort of thing so far anyways. So I had both a relatable and an extremely unrelatable moment. Um, my relatable moment, this was an extremely low bar, I'm warning you, is knowing what year it is, because oftentimes in Hallmark movies, you don't,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and they purposely avoid giving any numerical indication of the year just so they can keep recycling them year after year without them seeming as dated. But this time they actually said multiple times what year it was, and I was, that is relatable to me, knowing what year it is. Okay. Okay. <laughs> like I said, very low bar. Wow. My, my extremely not relatable moment was having an Italian American relative who actually pronounces all of the Italian vowels in Rocco. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: they,
1: they would always say Rocco. Oh mm-hmm. yes. yes, correct.
0: Yeah,
1: yes. nobody, nobody's Italian American like, you know, grandfather or uncle or whatever is like, oh yeah, I was talking to Rocco. Like no, they were talking to Rocco. <laughs>
0: Yes, I'm sure. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? Did you think of anything that was relatable at all in this film?
3: Wait, you No, I think the like the sister the sister who got who stayed with and dealt with the family being bitter about it. I feel
2: like that's very relatable.
3: But you're an only child. I know, but <laughs> I guess
2: it's more like you're you find it realistic
3: i find it realistic and but also like my mom ended up being the one not to stay but to like be functional and deal with all the shit okay and like that being embittering like oh yes i i can see that i can see that being a problem fair enough that's good
1: When we were talking about this before, we were saying how it's really hard to rewrite this one in our usual kind of flippant fashion and still keep, uh, you know, the main element of the plot, which is, you know, Nono's Dementia, because, you know, usually Hallmark doesn't really deal with stuff as serious as this. And it's not something we want to, you know, take lightly, but at the same time, we did sort of feel like... This movie missed the mark with it as well.
2: Yeah, it's in the end, it's it's like it 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 shifts uh, from the problem with Nono to how essentially everyone is either getting married, Anna or RJ has finally found a girlfriend, and so Nono kind of like, yeah, sure, I'm I'm having Alzheimer, but that's fine. I got my sugo. Well, first of
1: all, I think there's one thing we all agreed on, and that is in a rewrite, RJ's entire subplot has to go.
2: That's right. That's right. That was just.
0: Well, and the one thing I did wonder, and I don't think we talked about this previously, although we talked a little bit about this. Like, if he was a chef, how would he not have had her recipe?
3: Yeah, but I don't Great think questions. he was a chef. I think it was like he just.
0: But if he was really interested in cooking.
2: That's right. Why is like he Like, wouldn't he have asked her?
0: Like, how do you make that amazing cereal? Anyway, I, I, I'm not letting that go because I just feel like there's <laughs> no way the recipe wasn't the. And maybe nobody wrote it down, but somebody else learned how to make it. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, we need we need to find. Uh, uh, yeah, we would need to find a more reasonable way for that recipe so, 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 so the
0: plot of the movie was actually so unbelievable that you know we'd probably need a new plot yeah so, so
1: rj's chasing. out yeah. do we need a substitute brother not, yeah, no. not even I mean, well okay I maybe mean, we don't need one do we the want basic story, sarah knows the where real, i'm going with
0: this the mm-hmm. real story is that she hooks up with a doctor mm-hmm. really and then yeah
1: no, I mean, where I was going with this is I was trying to fit Palaha in, but whatever.
0: Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> oh my God. Right, how have I forgotten?
2: Oh, so substitute brother. Uh, yeah, yeah, substitute Actually, brother.
0: Actually, Palaha would have made a better doctor.
2: I was going to say substitute okay. love
1: interest, maybe also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Though no, I will. Dr. Greg was hotter than Palaha. There, I said it. But um, well, but but,
0: Palaha is a much better actor.
1: But Palaha, yeah, exactly. So sorry, I'm uh, forget I said that. Christopher Palaha, (laughs) if you are listening, we'd love you. Please come on our show. Please come on our show. (laughs) Okay, so we we've we've got our Palaha out with RJ in with Palaha, Mm -hmm. and we still have a weirdly quixotic quest for Sugo that we're not entirely happy with, and this dementia subplot that we don't think can be dealt with in exactly this format, but what if it is something a bit heavier? What if it is something um, a bit darker?
2: So, so I thing, think one thing could be that maybe Donata had a secret, an unspeakable secret, that then is dug mm. accidentally by Anna in their uh, search for the recipe going through the various boxes for example maybe she discovered that there was a lover that's right they're
0: not related anymore
2: or maybe yeah
0: someone someone was missed i don't know i don't know one of the children was not
2: no no's Or the best friend of donada in reality had a out because uh, she had an affair with nonno
3: oh i like to that too diane rose like <laughs> wasn't gonna pay for
2: lunch
0: Ooh, yes that could be good
1: yeah diana was definitely either under or overutilized depending on how you look at this either she needed not to be in the movie at all or they needed to use her a lot better so i
0: think they could have used her more for sure yeah
1: mm-hmm. i mean all okay right. so then are we Does the
3: movie's tagline now be- be kind of like, well, you know, you're saying you can't remember anymore. You wish you could remember, but be careful what you wish for. And then, like, <laughs> you don't know, it's forgetting all the bad times. And then there's like this conflict where she digs into the special box, like Donata, four of four box, and realizes this whole other world that was happening. That yeah. no nose
2: selectively forgot. There was a reason why that box was had been relabeled.
1: I like this because then the title, Our Italian Christmas Memories, takes on this much darker tone. That's right. And we can have these flashback scenes where people are like sharing warm and fuzzy memories and then it flashes back to the thing they're warmly and fuzzy fuzzily remembering that was actually entirely different somehow. Like Is this going
3: to be like Memento (laughs) Christmas version?
1: (laughs) Italian recipe.
2: (laughs) Oh, dear. He has to write everything on
3: his arm. (laughs) That's where she had the recipe in her pocket. That's right.
0: She was taking taking it to the tattoo parlor. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, wow. Uh, Well, I mean... Yeah, it, it is a bit of a tricky one because, you know, you can't really make light of what's going on in this movie. And, and the ones on the Movies and Mystery Channel are usually a little bit more of the drama side and less hokey. But I think, obviously, Bo Bridges cost a lot of money, but I would say thank goodness he was in it. Because otherwise, this
3: oh should have just been oh, a yeah. Like, yeah, It wouldn't
0: right. have been good at all. And yeah. to be fair, I don't even know why he agreed to do this movie. They must have paid him a lot. But, you know, I guess it's a chance to have, say you were an alt, uh, you know, playing someone with Alzheimer's, which is kind of a talent, I guess, but not when you have such a terrible script to work with. What happens in the end in our movie? So we have maybe this affair. Is it going to tear the family apart and they don't have Christmas together again? Or what happens?
3: Oh, maybe that's actually where you work in Christopher Palaha, like in the flashback where Nonna Donada is young. He's the love interest. Oh shit!
0: Yeah.
2: Oh shit! I like it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he could be a like mysterious
2: like more, milkman. It's yeah, it's more like just a scene. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. my gosh,
1: is he on his real no no? Maybe. <laughs>
2: Maybe. Maybe
0: wow. he is. And then oh, nice. and then <laughs> then we have to bring him back an aged version of Christopher Palaha to come meet his new granddaughter. Yep. Yep. I love it. So he plays himself young and old. He's very he's very versatile. He can totally do that. Mm-hmm. Without doubt.
1: He can oh, definitely do
0: that. Yeah, he can definitely do that. That that's perfect. I love it. That's great. I definitely. still want
1: somebody to be taking care of Nono at the end. And like there can be some sort of touching, semi touching scene where like she's still taking care of him, even though he's not her real Nono anymore. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there can be something said like about this. Maybe, like, Christopher
0: but... Palaha and him are, like, playing checkers as well. Like, they're friends now.
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, oh, they're playing together yes. at the senior center. Oh, yeah. The senior center with the butcher. And exactly. The,
0: yeah. They're, they're there because they're just, you know, he's initially... And I don't know, maybe he doesn't even remember who he is now, so it's fine. They can be friends.
1: You know what? I like this. We've basically just written a total soap opera, but with a Hallmark ending, and I'm here for it. Yeah, I think
0: that's pretty good. And everybody's friends, and Anna can look after both her no-nos now.
1: We know one thing that happens at the end, and that is
0: they will will fall in love. love. All right. well next week we are watching we've already decided so we're probably not going to go into too many other ones for next week three wise men and a baby which we're very very excited about we never have three leading men, and it appears to not have any women in it really either, from at wow. least first glance. So this would be a really interesting movie. Well, let's let
3: them
1: watch it first, and then if it's good, we'll watch. It. Okay. Well,
0: good is always subjective, so you know, <laughs> this is slight correct. scale.
1: Sorry, good is a relative uh, for Hallmark. Let's <laughs> that's
0: say right. that's
1: right. We, we not in it, so Mary, we need moderate. Very reminds me a
0: lot that describing a Hallmark movie as actually good is very hard to do. So. Um, but we do say whether we like them better or not. And they tend to put the bulk of their money into some of the ones in the front end of the season, which starts, of course, two weeks before Halloween. So, Oh my God. <laughs> yes, it's true. But we are excited about this because it has three like pretty cute dudes in it. And apparently someone drops them with a the baby right before Christmas. So I think it will be really fun to watch. Oh, I mean,
1: when sure. you say we are excited about this, I, I feel like... I'm going to object to your use of the plural pronoun, because I'm intrigued by this, but also kind of disturbed that someone just like drops a baby on these men. Like,
2: so well, is it like? I guess it okay, worked in the eighties. Is it like a remake of the
3: the eighties the movie? Well, it's at least a play on it. Exactly, yeah.
0: it, it is some kind of take on that. And so I'm excited of the concept, shall
1: we say? Right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure someone will fall in love.
0: Yeah. So well, I don't know. Maybe they fall in love with the baby. I don't. I don't know what's happening, but... but anyway, well, thank you,
1: Sarah and Giovanni thank
0: for joining for us, us.
1: Thank you so much for joining us.
0: They told me that they had their own Italian Christmas memory, Mary, while they watched this movie because their newly adopted cat jumped up on the couch and cuddled with them during this movie, so Aww. they are always going to remember watching it, I'm sure.
2: Thank yes. you, Hallmark. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we could probably make a Hallmark movie about that moment for next year. <laughs> So thanks, guys, and um, we'll see you next week for three wise men and a baby. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Hallmark Doc. Find us online at HallmarkDoc.com, on Instagram at Hallmark Doc, and on Facebook at Hallmark Doc with Mary and Sarah. Remember to follow, listen, and review wherever you get your podcast. Ted, our, our, our resident book coach here, has some exciting news.
3: Yeah, <laughs> um, I just released the second book in my murder mystery series. So if you like funny stuff and murder mysteries, you might want to pick it up. It's called The Wampus. It's a Scooby-Doo um, homage. Oh.
1: It's very funny. I've read it. It's I, I, I want to clarify if you're into not just murder mysteries, but also just really wacky and self-aware humor. Which is what Hallmark should be more often than it is. <laughs> then you you will enjoy this book. Oh, thanks, Mary. Where do we where do we get this book?
3: Uh, it's on Amazon.
1: Oh. The Caddywampus by Ted Hawks. And if you want to read the whole series in order, you can also start with Beatrice, which is the first book in the series.
0: Does the series have a name?
3: Uh, it's just called the Beatrice Case Files.
1: Very cool.
0: These all look very good. Check out Ted with 2D's Hawks <laughs> on Amazon. They look really fun. I really like the covers of them and I see your other two books here too. And then I see a water bottle that says Got Ted with 2D's. From- <laughs>
2: <laughs> I wish I'd made that. <laughs>
0: I think it has a character and merch. everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then then there's a is there another one? space vampires from outer
1: space oh, oh yeah, yeah. we almost forgot about that one that's a spinoff of
3: my murder mystery series it's part of the multiverse Wow! <laughs> no one engages with but that I one's also it. very
1: funny um, Wow! it says it's called a diet
0: novel <laughs> yes <laughs> that's amazing okay anyway get ted's book